This is about, let me tell you about Homesick, by the way. I'm Luke. I'm Ashley. Yeah, we we chucked through Act 4 in like three sessions, and now we're back for Act 5. Yep, just just going deeper and deeper down. Uh-huh, yep, 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 yep. Um, I was going to say, because we, you know, we had a big long talk at the end of last session about, uh, you know, our just thoughts about the story and all that so far. Yeah. I did have a question that I forgot to ask you about. Okay, good. At this point, uh, w- what is your speculation on what the deal with those arms is? Oh, that is a good question. Um, yeah. I think uh, you know, we, we've seen a lot of time travel before. Uh-huh. I think at one point uh, John will reach... Through a, a portal, okay, like a sky a portal, mm-hmm. uh, to try to get something from the past, and in doing that, you'll show up in all these other random places first. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's a decent guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. It's it is. I'll go ahead and say it's probably the single weirdest thing about this comic. And that's saying something. Yeah, it's just there's some random arms all over the place. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a long, well, not that long, but a, a Twitter conversation about shipping. Also. Yeah, I, I was getting I was getting ship shamed. Yeah, you were. Yep, all because the the one time you endorse a heterosexual ship. Yep. Gosh, you gotta stay on brand, Ashley. I've I've endorsed uh, heterosexual ships before. Okay. Um, not in a long while, though. (laughs) Sure, okay. (laughs) Uh, well... We're we're standing on the precipice of a of a whole new world, Ashley. Yep, literally. So, literally. Uh, cause we're in Act Five. Yep, I've heard this one's long. Yeah, uh, we are. It, it makes up a little more than a third of the whole story. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah this is Act Five. This is Act Five. Uh, which I, I think we've talked, we've, I've told you already that we got some troll shenanigans to get through here. Yep. And it's, the troll shenanigans are going to take a little while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause I think we've met, we've been acquainted with like five out of the 12 trolls so far. And even then, like most of those, we don't really have solid understanding of their characters. Yeah, uh, Terezi and Karkat are the only two we've really seen a lot of, and then yeah. we've seen a little bit of Kanaya and Tavros, 
and just a smidgen of Solix. Yeah. Uh, of course, technically, but, we don't even know their names. Yeah, we don't even know those names yet. Th- those are those are names. That's illegal future information. Well, I mean, you know, all uh, there's a lot of legal future information in Homestuck. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's Much like Dave Dave himself. I've come back in time with crucial information. <sighs> but yeah, let's let's jump on in. Elsewhere in Paradox Space, we examine another planet, forgotten by time. But we will strive to remember. What was this planet's name? So it's, it's, a, it's a very black planet with uh, two moons, one green, one uh, kind of pink, purpley. Yeah, and I, if we think back to the Midnight Crew intermission, those deserts were very, like, pastel pink, and I believe the green moon was off in the distance. Yes. In, like, the background. Yeah. Which you could easily confuse because it was, you know, the felt where everything was green. Right, right. But uh, let's enter name. Oh, ha ha! Nice one, smarty pants. Really hilarious. But let's get real here. No more clowning around. A name was entered in an alien language that, uh, yeah, is not, yeah, not easily decipherable. We're not decipherable at all for us. But if, if uh, it, well. Of course, that. Yeah, someone, <laughs> of course someone has. Uh, Ashley, are you a fan of the Elder Scrolls series of video games? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I don't think they're very good. But uh, there is a... In Oblivion, there is like a, a language called Daedric, is probably how you pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, that is... The, the script for it is just an English substitution thing. And uh, this is... Daedric upside down. Oh, okay. And going right to left instead of left to right. Uh, so I had to sit down and remind myself what this is. The the joke name that has been entered for this planet is Turtador Fuckball. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems about right. Yeah. Let's try again. That's much better. In fact, as it happens, your guess is precisely correct. What are the odds? We examine the planet Alternia. Somewhere on this planet, there is a young troll. Hivebent. Hivebent. This young troll stands in his respite block. It just so happens that today, the twelfth bilunar perigee of the sixth dark season's equinox, is the day of this young troll's larval awakening, also known as his wriggling day. Though it was six solar sweeps ago he was given life, it is only today he will be given a name. Six Alternian solar sweeps, for convenient reference, is equivalent to 13 Earth years. Earth, also for convenient reference, is a planet that does not yet exist. What will the name of this young troll be? Okay, so yeah, we see, uh... Uh... You know, cac- uh, car cat. You, did you almost call him Kakarot? Yes, I did. Um... <laughs> You know, very much in the same kind of pose that John was. Right, yeah. Um, and obviously, he is 13. Yeah. 13 well, Earth six. years. He's six. 
Alternian solar sweeps, which I'm going to be honest, that just sounds like something from uh, out of like Battlefield uh, Earth. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Homestuck started on 413, and it's about four 13-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, Hivebent starts on 612, and it's about 12 six-sweep-olds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not much else to say on the matter. Yeah, but Earth does not yet exist. Yeah, so we're dealing with, like, some ancient alien shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has, like, a, what looks like a... On the left there, he has a book, and what looks like... I'm, I'm not sure exactly what you would call that. Like a sickle. A sickle, yes, thank like the you. the kind that's on, like, the Soviet Union flag. Yes. Um, he's got a poster for uh, Trollian, the beta of it. Yeah. Uh, he's got, a, like, a little purple weird thing. Yeah, also his doorknob looks like a spider. Yeah, also that. Yeah, I don't think it's ever actually, like, drawn attention to, but I like that uh, Karkat's got a sickle and Egbert's got a hammer. Oh, nice. <laughs> Together they're going to bring the communist revolution. Great! It, it turned out that Homestuck was communist propaganda all along. All along! That's what this story's about! Okay. And now it's all making sense. Yeah, Jack Noir is Ronald Reagan. Oh, Okay. Oh, yeah, the Midnight Crew. I see, I see. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah no, I just... I, yeah, I, I'm just making bullshit up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Oh, good. And let's enter name. You enter something predictably derogatory, and this guy gets fed up by your shenanigans in record time. This guy has a lot of troll pals, and their adventures are going to be quite extensive and convoluted, to an even greater degree than one perhaps may be accustomed. He thinks that if you think that we have time to drag out every little gag and expected pattern along the way, you've got another thing coming. He thinks you should cram that sobering understanding in your chitinous windhole and tamp it down hard with your ugly, stupid-looking cartilage nub. So, yeah, not into the jokes. Yeah, a joke name got entered, and he cut the uh, the name field in half. Yep. So, uh, I was going to say, too, that um, uh, even though there are no user submissions anymore, um, all the troll names are user submitted. So, I will say, um, a friend of a friend named Karkit. Oh, really? Yeah. Great. Um, awesome. Friend of... Uh, uh, at Flat Luigi on Twitter, uh, know, okay. knows the person who uh, named Carcat. I see. Yes, and so and they, they are because I think we talked earlier. I was wondering where those people were. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, from my understanding, they kind of don't like to talk about it. Oh, really? Like not in like a like ashamed of it way. More of just uh-huh. like a like yeah, like I I I did it. <laughs> Okay. Like, I, I don't really want to, like, make that my thing. Sure, yeah. I, I contributed infinitesimally to someone else's thing is maybe not a good claim to fame. Yeah. Uh, there Apparently there was a baby named Carcat, and that was maybe also a point of... Ah, let's, sure. Let's, yes. let's not talk about this. If I remember right, the baby's full name was John Carcat. Yep. <laughs> Wait, let's... Let's try again. Your name is Carcat Vantis. 
As was previously mentioned, it is your wriggling day, which is barely even worth mentioning. It's an anniversary, if anything, to lament the faults of your existence, of which there are assuredly plenty. Equally plenty, and somewhat related to that topic, are your interests. You have a passion for ridiculously terrible romantic movies and rom-coms. You should really be embarrassed for liking this dreadful cinema, but for some reason, you're not. You like to program computers, but you are notoriously pretty awful at it. Your programs invariably damage the machines on which they're executed, which is just as well since you like to believe you specialize in computer viruses. When you mature, you aspire to join the ranks of the most lethal members of your society, the Threshecutioners. You like to practice with your really cool sickle, but you just wind up looking like kind of a doofus by yourself in your room. You like to chat with some of your other troll pals, most of which drive you batshit up the fucking belfry. You've been trying out a new chat client called Trollian, and you're not really sure what you think about it yet. Your troll tag is Carcinogeneticist, and you speak in a manner that is almost exclusively ornery all the time. Later, you'll play a game with five other friends, and go on a big adventure with them. This game, for convenient reference, is a game that does not yet exist. But it will soon. What will you do? Yeah, so, um... We're getting a better shot of uh, Karkit's uh, room. Yep. You can see that the purple thing is this some kind of weird purple pod with a, a green goop in it. Yeah. Uh, we can see several uh, troll movies. Yeah, uh, which are all uh, uh, human movies that have been edited to make the people on the poster look like trolls. Yep. Uh, uh. We have 41st Dates. Yeah. Is that the prequel to 51st Dates? 51st Dates, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, I like the idea that there's a prequel to 51st Dates called 41st Dates. It's just they cut off the end of the movie. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> a hitch. And uh-huh. I'm going to guess that's serendipity. It sure is serendipity. Uh, and we also see that it's been photoshopped to have incredibly tiny type to account for the obscenely long titles that troll movies have. Yep. Uh, we see also uh, that he has what appears to be Problem Sleuth Volume 4. Uh, oh, is that the cover of Problem Sleuth Volume 4? I I'm, I was just looking at it, and yes, it is. Okay, because it's also the programming, uh, like a textbook for the programming language Tilda Ath, or ah. Till Death, which uh, John also had in his room. Yeah, so it, it, it's we can easily kind of see that this is a lot of what John was into. It's similar, yeah. Um, notably, a lot of John's preferred movies were um, action movies, particularly action movies about meteors, yeah. which turned out to be pretty uh, foreshadowy. Uh-huh. Whereas Carcat's interested in romantic comedies, so that might give you some ideas about what Act Five is going to be like. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be just like 50 First Dates. Okay. <laughs> um, let's examine that slime purple part. Purple oh, the, the, other, the other thing I did want to say, most of the troll names are actually really clever. Um, Karkat is the Sanskrit uh, word for the Cancer Constellation, and Vantis is a research institute that studies prostate cancer. <laughs> yeah, okay. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Let's examine that slimy purple pod. It's your recuperacoon full of nourishing sopor slime. 
Every young troll enjoys the cozy embrace of such a vessel each night, and the relaxing ooze helps assuage the terrible visions of blood and carnage that plague the dark subconscious of your species. It's so inviting. A few minutes couldn't hurt. Yeah, so they are, are they, do we ever get like, are they like actually, like, is there alien race called trolls or is that just what? No, they are actually trolls. Okay. (laughs) And I think we'll see too, most of them end up conforming to some broad stereotypes of internet trolls. Okay. Carcat's obviously just the angry guy that always yells. Yeah. He's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, get in. Okay. This sure is cozy and all, but you can't be napping all day like a chump. Damn it, you're a busy guy. You're sort of a big deal. Goddamn slime. Now you have to change your clothes, too. What were you thinking? Luckily, all your clothes are the same. Trolls think fashion is stupid. I, I can relate. <laughs> Let's examine the movie posters. Okay. It's time to get serious here. Sweet troll jigus. Let's get real and get down to some major business. You space out and get caught up reading the titles of the films for about five minutes. Wow, these movies are great. They don't care what anyone says. Pure magic. I need an old address for Sarah Thomas. And if you want it, come and get it. You're my hero. You're out there, man, and you're making it happen. I'm looking for a Jonathan Traeger. You must be late. Late for what? The wedding. John Cusack, Kate Beckinsale. When love feels like magic, you call it destiny. When destiny has a sense of humor, you call it serendipity. They say that once in your lifetime, someone comes along whom you're absolutely meant to be with. For my friend, that person was me. (laughs) Is that... Is that John Cusack? The thing that most people don't realize is that John Cusack is a universal constant. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> yeah. Not Will Smith or any of the other, or Adam Smith. Just John Cusack. Yeah. That's an extra long next. Yeah, so uh, the normal next symbol is two equal signs and uh, an arrow, which has four lines in it, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and now it's uh, six equal signs, which has 12 lines. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. Next. Because every stupid little thing has to mean something. Yep. And now he's checking out the 51st Dates poster. This movie... Okay. This one, even you have a hard time defending. But still, it's so good. The best thing about it is how Troll Sandler doesn't make you want to punch anything. Like, nothing at all. Really hard or anything. <laughs> so it's clearly an Adam's, uh, a Troll Sandler fan. Yeah. The, the one that moment he knows peace. <laughs> uh, let's catch the sickle. You grab your trusty sickle with your encryption modus. To retrieve it, you'll need to hack the code to open the card vault left behind. This will obviously prove to be a completely ridiculous and untenable way of managing an inventory and lead to a great many follies. Later on, you'd swap your modus with your hacker friend. A guy who, unlike you, happens to be competent with programming. It would only make sense. But for the time being, it makes your life kind of a nightmare. Uh, There are so many stupid things that happen because of this modus. So many. You just have no idea. This is obviously the worst modus we've seen so far. 
Yeah, just everything he takes, it, like, turns into a lockbox that falls into the world. Yep. Yeah, like, it's... It can only cause problems, nothing good. Yeah. Uh, take the card vault. He catch-logs it, and it gets locked in a bigger card vault, and it smashes right through the floor. God damn it! You hear some unhappy grumbling through the floor below. This is not the coolest thing you could have done just now. Let's examine the large black book. You make quite sure not to capsulog it, and simply pick it up and read it. Uh, next? This is a thick programming manual called Till Death, a handbook for the imminently deceased. Till Death is an insufferable language to work with. Its logic is composed of nothing but infinite loops, or at best, loops of effectively interminable construction. The above page in the intro section documents the simplest possible till-death code structure. Any code deviating from this basic structure will not compile. You have a whole bunch of code samples you've been messing around with in your computer. It's been frustrating at best and debilitating to your machine at worst. Um, I know you're not a huge programming person. Infinite loops are usually, like, something you always want to avoid always. Yeah. I oh, think we also have a quote from Troll Will Smith. For death begins with life's first breath, and life begins at touch of death. Thanks, Troll Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, leave your room. You step outside your respite block, onto one of your hive's numerous extraterranean landing slats. You were allowed to design this hive when you were young, after you emerged victorious from your trials deep in the brooding caverns. You have lived here with your custodian ever since. It's almost as if your people have placed great cultural importance on teaching children to become architecturally adept while very young. It's been this way since ancient times. No one seems to know why that is. Getting to build your own hive at a young age using whatever meandering design you chose likely has left you jaded to the notion of customizing your abode. You certainly wouldn't get all that worked up about a game that happened to allow you to do such a thing. At least, not for that reason. Oh yeah, so they are—they have obviously been in some way prepared for, yeah, Spurb. Mm-hmm. A game that does not yet exist. A game that does not yet exist, but and they've been doing this for, this for since the ancient times. Yeah. Yeah, that that uh, the hive does look a lot like kind of the weirder houses we get when people built up in Spurb. Yeah, and he's got like a lot of um, oh, I can't—I'm blanking on the word. Um, yeah, awnings of, like, just, a uh, red canvas stretched everywhere. Let's examine the neighborhood. It's a, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. Hey, Ashley. Yeah. And that second panel, what's that in the top right? Oh, uh, it's, it's some, it's some oil. What's that doing here? Yeah, what is that doing here? The lawn rings are empty. Blood skims the voids in your porous cranial plates, as if grazing the hollow of a threshed stem, or say, an abandoned cocoon. A sour note is produced. It's the one agitation plays to make its audience squirm. It is your sixth wriggling day, and as with all five preceding it, blah 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 blah. Look. <laughs> yeah, obviously playing off the... Yeah. But we were just talking John's about how we... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, you know, playing off John and Rose and all, all mm -hmm. specifically John. Right, yeah. Uh, next. 
You don't have time for fancy poetry. It's almost as useless as those arm-swing flappy things on mailboxes. Assuming you even knew what those were, which you don't. Trolls don't have mail. Mail is almost as useless as poetry to them. Poetry is the swing-arm flappy-dealy of words, and mail is the red tilty lever doodad of giving people shit. Frankly, you don't know about things skimming voids or grazing hollows or whatever. You've got ambition. You are meant to be a big shot. To be in charge of something huge and really important, and to be totally ruthless about it. You just haven't found the dominion in which you're destined for greatness yet. Or even a vague concept of it. You haven't found your purpose, but you will tonight. You stew in your own impotent aggravation in the cool dusk breeze. During the dark seasons, it remains dusk for most of the day. It can stay dark for many bilunar perigees at a time. But even if it didn't, you would still have this feeling. You have a feeling it's going to be a long night. So there's obviously a lot of player parallel that kind of references back to the early parts of of John's. Yeah. This is uh, very much Act One, but with weird alien shit. Yep. And much longer. Yeah. Because <laughs> they travel them. Right. Let's go back inside. You head back into your block and hit up your computer station. No word from any of your loudmouth pals. No news is good news. Sweet music to your auricular sponge cloths. Yeah, so he has a computer that is hooked up to what appears to be, you know, one of those kind of purpley pod things. Yeah, uh, it looks almost organic. Yeah, and he has a, a copy of what appears to be the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That is definitely what that looks like. Yep. Let's check out the magazine. It's the latest issue of Game Grub. This one appears to boast about exclusive leaks. They all boast about that. You're not even really sure what it means. There's like a larva leaking green goo on the front of it, though. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Let's check out that DVD. It's a DVD cover of one of your favorite series, The Thresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's about a green Threshecutioner cadet who sasses up the Blue Bloods and his Flay Squad pretty good. Their blood's literally blue. Lousy snobs. But your troll Will Smith shows them all how to loosen up. He's pretty much your hero. Troll TV shows have shorter titles than troll movies because TV is a much newer form of media in their society. Which is a good thing because it'd be pretty hard to make this funny joke otherwise. Yeah, it would. <laughs> this hilarious, hilarious joke. Also, he's immediately broken, uh, you know, kayfabe, I guess, on the language because the title's just written in English on the box. Yep. Well, let's get down to business on the computer. Okay, enough messing around. Time to get some work done. Maybe a little programming or... Oh, God. It figures that installing this new beta chat client would open the floodgates. All your moron friends are going to be hounding you relentlessly. Not that they needed an excuse before. You don't know what this chump wants. I don't believe that's a something we, a person we've seen before. It is not. This is the Capricorn troll. We've not seen him. Okay. Answer troll. Terminally capricious. Began trolling. Carcino geneticist. Uh, who would you like to take? Uh, I'll, I'll take a car cat so I can kind of see what 
That's probably a good idea because these uh, trolls type in increasingly obnoxious ways that are harder and harder to read. Excellent. What is up, my inverted brother? What in the sweet almighty taint-chafing fuck do you want? Not a motherfucking thing, bro. Other than I'd be checking out how my best motherfucking friend is at, yo! really can't stand you and I hate how you type. It just bothers me so much. Have I mentioned that? You say it pretty much every time we talk, yeah. But, uh, I, I don't have to. Uh, see? But I mean, man, this feels so motherfucking unnatural and shit. You just gotta be going with what feels right and where your heart's up in, you know? Best friend? I wonder what kind of shitty thing I did to deserve such an awful best friend. Or what terrible thing I'm going to do and get punished for in advance. Maybe it's just like preemptively the worst fucking piece of trash who ever lived and don't know it yet. And hey look, your friendship is exhibit A I guess. It's such a beautiful thing. This troll disease called friendship. Friendship isn't a disease. Friendship is its like a mistake. A big joke of nature. It's a miracle. No. Oh no, don't. Don't start with a miracle again. Man, everywhere I look, all I see is motherfucking miracles. It's so spiritual, all these miracles and shit. Okay, like, just be taking this fucking tits bottle of fucking Fago I just cracked open. And how it's being all like hissing and shit. Motherfucking hissing, man! Who went on and told it to do that? Oh, how would it even do that? That's crazy! It's a miracle! It's carbonation, you ignorant douche! Try getting schooled sometime instead of slurping down that weird swill all day and fundling your stupid horns. No, no, bro. I don't want to know. Don't even tell me. No one shit just seals up all the fucking magic from my miracles like a motherfucking thief! And that ain't cool. The only miracle is that you like that disgusting sludge. Where do you even get that stuff? It's also a miracle how you dress like an imbecile and are basically the stupidest asshole I've ever known. Actually, you're right. There are miracles everywhere. I've been a fool. See, man? I'm straight up telling you. Miracles. It's like... All right, computers, right? What the fuck? Miracles is what? Fuck you. Fuck you from me for me just reading that. Anyway, what's up with your bad self? For serious here. Isn't something big all going down? What? I heard something big was going all down. Just to all be telling me all what motherfucking it's up and all about. Stop saying all. What are you talking about? T.A.'s thing? Yeah. Fuck yeah, man! So mysterious. I'm never being getting ceased to be amazed by all these fucking mysteries life's got for us. Ugh. Anyway, I don't know what's up with that. Maybe I'll talk to him tonight about it. Maybe I won't. Probably just another one of his projects that winds up being completely useless and a huge waste of time. Yeah, maybe. But he's your best friend, though, so it's all cool. Anyway... I thought this sounded like a pretty big motherfucking deal, my man. Wow! What? Aw, oh, bro, never mind. I just 
fucking did like to scare the shit out of myself here. These damn horns. You've got to get rid of those things. They make it more embarrassing to know you, which is a friggin' miracle. That's that's even possible. Like, wow, God sure kicked up a doozy there. Drinkwise son of a bitch just keeps you guessing, doesn't he? Man, you know you want to give my horns a good squeeze. Actually, you know what will be the miracle to end all miracles? It'll be if I ever meet a kid I despise more as you that will make me see a motherfucking convert. I'll see light so bright I'll need GC to walk me around so I won't bump into shit. Sign me up for idiotic clown religion, okay? <laughs> you fucking got it, brother! So, TC's a juggalo. Uh-huh. God damn it. <laughs> this was pretty uh, concurrent with the uh, the hit uh, Insane Clown Posse single, Miracles. The hit, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought I saw my last juggalo in college. Nope. <laughs> Again, like a lot of the college the jokes. <laughs> I make a lot of bullshit jokes about college. That one is 100% real. No, I believe it. Uh, I went on a road trip with a with someone, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like I, uh, it was like a, with a friend of a friend, uh-huh. and he just looked at me, and I, I got into like the passenger side, and he just looked at me and goes, "You down with the clown?" And then oh, turned on the radio, and it was ICP. Great. And I just looked him dead in the eyes and goes, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else you can do at that point? I have two hours to go with you. Let's do yeah. this. Uh, was he as laid back and cool as TC is? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd never fared for my life, so. Alright, that's, that's good. That's a plus. You're like, that's not necessarily a given if you're with a strange juggalo you've never met. Yeah. Uh, let's go next. Whoa, what the motherfuck? Who's this motherfucking motherfucker? It's cool. Life's like that sometimes. It's full of mysteries. You'll be doing one thing, then something else hits you just like that. And you roll with it. That's what you do when life hands you lemons. You sure as fuck don't make lemonade, because who the fuck knows where that fucking shit comes from? It's squeezed out of miracles, I swear. So what's this motherfucker's name? So yes, all the horns that we, we mentioned earlier were not his horns. Well, they are his horns. Yeah. They are. But he, he has, like, clown horns all over the place. Yep. And he has posters of insane clown posse people. Are those insane clown posse people? I don't know enough about ICP. Well, uh, they are. Um, they're definitely spooky-looking clowns. They are, I think, from the Almort work of the. They're of the. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know if those are the Jekyll brothers. They may be. Um, okay, you can basically tell me anything, and I'll assume it's true because I know nothing. I, I've listened to the ICP Christmas album. Okay. Yeah, my knowledge of ICP comes almost exclusively from this webcomic, So. Yeah, that that's in about right. Yeah, um, yeah, and he's obviously got the uh, the Juggalo face paint going on. I, I will say the greatest, yeah, they very Juggalo and seems to be wearing sweatpants. Yeah, uh, polka dot sweatpants. The greatest part of the ICP Christmas album is uh, at one point, you know, they're rather sexist people. Uh, they okay. they and very negative towards sex workers. Ah. Uh, and it, but at one point they call someone a hoe and then they you get record scratch and it, they rewind it so it says ho 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 
Oh, boy. And that's pretty good. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, it's to the point where I was like, okay, like, I'll give you that one. Like, that's... <laughs> Sure. Like, if you're gonna make a Christmas rap album, like, that's, that, you should do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's shitty, but, like, hey, also, like, I love it, but, like, a lot of rap is shitty. <laughs> sure. Uh, enter name. Your name is Gamzee Makara. You get pretty excited by clowns of a grim persuasion, which may or may not be in full possession of their mental faculties. <laughs> You belong to a rather obscure cult, which foretells of a band of rowdy and capricious minstrels, which will rise one day on a mythical paradise planet that doesn't exist yet. The beliefs of this cult are somewhat frowned upon by those dwelling in more common lawn rings. But you don't care. You gotta be going with what feels right at where your heart's up in, you know? You like to practice on your one-wheel device, which you're god-awful at because your feet do not reach the pedals. You enjoy a fine beverage, and like to do a little baking sometimes. You've got all these horns all over the place, and sometimes you step on them and scare the shit out of yourself. You like to chat a lot with your pal Carcat, who's usually pretty cranky, but he's your best friend. You have a lot of other great friends who you also like a lot. Your troll tag is terminally capricious, and you speak in a manner that's just a little bit whimsical. What will you do? Yeah, so, yeah, like, there's there's a lot of insane clown posse going on here. And they, they seem to worship them. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. And apparently he has a religion that is all... Oh, yeah, there you go. There's the insane clown posse art where all these posters come from. Yep. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, apparently his religion it prophecies the eventual existence of the insane clown posse? Yeah. That's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I think this will... <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure this is going to be the most dated thing from this comic. Um, yeah, it's it's up there. <laughs> I mean, Juggalos still exist, but... Yeah, but, like, I feel like even, like, then, like, Juggalos aren't the thing they were anymore. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know for sure. It definitely is not something that gets mocked in pop culture the way it was in 2010. Yeah. When this was being put out. I, I will say, so, yeah, I was... Just about um, in college when this was coming out in 2010. Uh-huh. Or it actually may have been a, a year later. It's around this time. Uh-huh. Uh, and I had a class all about marketing. Okay. And we, we watched a video that was all about, um, like, trying to get the trends of, you know, like, what is, you know, like, what's going to be popular next. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, and most of it, you know, cause that's like a big part of marketing. It's like, if you, cause if you can get that, it's, you know, you see a lot with places like Twitter and Tumblr where people are trying to like get on the, the hot new meme before it becomes overused. Yeah, uh, and so, yeah, like it was, it was, and it was pretty good. But like, you know, like, but the next, you know, big thing that we think is going to come up is, uh, this, this small, uh, Detroit band called insane clown posse. Oh man. And, like, the entire, like, classroom just lost it. <laughs> and then it showed uh, footage of Insane Clown Posse uh, performing at WWE shows. Great. And, like, I feel like that moment, like, I, if my life was a movie, like, it would cut from that moment to now. Right. Where I have, like, I'm looking at autographed, you know, wrestlers, <laughs> like, posters in rows, and I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but yeah, let's catalog that bottle of Fago. You snag a bottle of Fago. To consume the beverage is what your fellow devotees refer to as kicking the wicked elixir. It's catalogued through your miracle modus. You have absolutely no idea how this thing works. And you don't want to know. Yeah, so it's just random things and the Fagos flashing in between all of them. It's just a horrible jumble of Capsulog cards. I'll say this, still seems better than Carcats. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have you ever had Fago? I have not. I don't think I've ever lived in a place like, because it's more regional, right? It's not like that. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Okay. Like, you know, it, it, it's a... Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had, like, regional sodas. Yeah. It's a regional soda. Yeah. Uh, let's capture that computer. You take your husk top. Sometimes, you just like to pick stuff up and watch the colors. It's so beautiful. Life is beautiful. <laughs> He's just completely, like, wall-eyed watching his, uh, fetch modus. <laughs> I think this is the first time, like, we... Because, like, usually when they talk about... You know, they'll make jokes about it, but they are kind of usually always like, oh, we can't... They can't see the the fetch modus. Oh, sure, yeah. But, I feel uh, like just how abstract the uh, the UI stuff in uh, Homestuck is is kind of exactly as much as needed to make the joke work at a given time. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, let's let's ride that one-wheeled device, which seems like a bad idea with dia- all of that, all those horns and fago. Yeah, you decided to give this diabolical contraption another shot. Maybe one of these days you'll get one more suited to your proportions. For now, this is all you have to work with. You just have to figure out how to stay on the thing without flying off the handle. Flying off the fucking handle. Yep. The motherfucking handle. <laughs> Uh, next. You do some sort of acrobatic fucking pirouette off the handle and into a big pile of horns. Uh. Uh, let's sample that delicious pie cooling on the counter. It's still piping hot, but you can't help yourself. You sneak a taste of the so-poor slime pie. You aren't supposed to eat that slime. It does funny things to a troll's head. But you were never taught that on account of a lousy upbringing. Your custodian was always out to sea. That's where he is now. Maybe you'll go outside and see if you can spot him. So, like, the stupor is basically gonna get kind of drug, almost? Yeah, and it seems like it's the same slime from their beds, but you're not supposed to eat it. Yeah. And his bed is less of, like, you know, the kind of, like, that purple kind of pod, and it more looks like a hive. Yeah, yeah, that you kind of climb into the side of. Yeah. Like you're winning the fucking poo. <laughs> Winnie, Winnie the motherfucking poo. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, please. Please. Uh, take a juggling club. You grab a juggling club. You'll need it if you're going to go out. It's dangerous to leave unarmed. He, he's, he's club kind. Yeah, he's got, yeah, club kind strife specibus. Uh, go outside. You leave your hive and head out to the beach. There's no sign of your custodian. You shouldn't stay out here very long. The sea dwellers are quite hostile. Ooh. Yeah. His house is an umbrella. Yeah. Uh, next. Someone's bugging you. 
This is exciting! You're always down for shooting the wicked shit with anyone that'll put up with you. Now, if only you could figure out how to get your husk top out of this stupid thing. It'll be a miracle if you can manage. A fucking miracle. Yeah. Fucking laptops, how do those work? Exactly. Husk tops, again, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that is uh, Terezi. Yes, it is. That's someone we know. It is someone we know. And that, that's someone we like. Uh, retrieve husk top. He prays to the uh, insane clown posse. <laughs> You say a short prayer to your beloved mirthful messiahs and splash a pinch of special stardust on your face. That's... He seems maybe <laughs> not into the special stardust. Yeah, it, it seems like that's just glitter. Yeah. Seems like that's probably just glitter. That's that probably just, just glitter. his eyes. Poof. Poof. Uh, next. The Silex launches your beverage far, far into the ocean. <gasps> yep, there goes that Fago. There goes that Fago. Pour it out. Yep. Uh, next. You wonder if you can just, just sort of reach over and. Answer troll. Yeah, he's just re he just yeah. reached over to. Yeah. To get it. <laughs> yep. All right. Gallows Calibrator began trolling terminally capricious. Uh, you want to take Terezi? Yeah, I'll take Terezi. Okay. Hey, Gamzee, you want to play uh, Gamzees with me? Hey, yeah, that sounds like the motherfucking shit's bitch tits. Mm. It sure is hard to ignore the weird things you say sometimes. I'm gonna. The only reason I'm asking you is because your name is like Game. And no other reason. Get it? <laughs> well, I heard of worse fucking reasons to be getting all about to do something. Honk. No, that should bother you, that reason. Why doesn't things like that ever bother you? No wonder Fantis can't stand you. But who cares about him? We're going to have some motherfucking shitty bitches playing together. Or whatever you said. So, is this the game I haven't heard about? The big mystery? Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, this is gonna be fucking insane. But can we play a little later? I'm outside keeping an eye out for the old goat. You know how it is with family. Nope, not really. Uh, dur, dur, dur. Oh, yeah. Durr. Where'd it go? How does that stupid bottled cerebral taste with your hoof so far up your mouth? Mm. Sorry. Anyway... I'll go inside in a while. Why don't you get Carcat to fire up that motherfucker with you? Something just fell. Yeah. I don't know what. Oh, he likes games. Oh, no. God, can you imagine all his, the bitching and moaning? I used to try to play stuff with him, but wow, did I learn my lesson. All right, well, I'll try to get in and get up on my chill real soon and we can play. Just give me a minute. Bullshit. You know you're just gonna sit there on the beach and space out and lose track of time. Hello? Gams? What? Oh, man, sorry. I spaced out. Do you know how beautiful the sound of the ocean is? Have you ever seen the ocean? Or, I mean, smelled it? Sorry. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, GC likes the games. GC likes the games, maybe doesn't like the games. No. And 
Maybe it's hard to blame her. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, he's not actively malicious, but also... Well, I mean, he's, also, the, he's, obviously, he's the stoner friend. Yeah, exactly. And, like, at, at some point, like, you know, stoner friend can be cool, but... Right. At, at the end of the day, they're still the stoner friend. Mm-hmm. There's a word that comes before friend in that, and that I think that says everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get some programming done, car cat. Finally, some peace and quiet. Now you can bear down on your coating. This will surely last all evening without interruption. You reopen one of your Till Death projects you started recently. You're still horsing around with the conditions for terminating the loops. What many Till Death coders do is import finite constructs and bind the loops to their lifespan. For instance, the main loop here will terminate on the death of the universe, labeled U. That way, you only have to wait billions of years for it to end instead of forever. You might have found a... Whoops. You've found a subloop to the lifespan of the code's author, which is you. Any routine at the end will execute when you die. You figure this might be handy for coding something to release a final will and testament, or maybe some doomsday virus. You spend a lot of time thinking of ways to make the perfect doomsday virus. Conveniently absent from Till Death's extensive import library are entities with short lifespans. Like a rapidly decaying particle that only lasts a millisecond sure would be handy. Or even a fruit fly or something. But no, coding with this language is all about finding ways to trick it into doing what you want. Your hacker buddy is obnoxiously good at it. He sent you some files you still don't understand, but you're not going to admit that. He's even better at making viruses than you, which really gets stuck in your nook. Uh, we can probably guess that that is uh, Solex, the computer guy. That would make sense, yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, I, I, I know little about coding, but yeah, the... He has built something that will uh, activate when he dies, and then something when the universe dies. Yeah. Which may be quicker than he thinks. Or, hey, well, no reason to think that. Um, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, let, let, yeah, just his planet is going to die, we know that. Right. Let's, let's check out one of his files. And now we're looking at, yeah, okay, we see Solix is typing quirk in the file name for this one, so it's definitely him. Yeah, and he's got some weird code with, like, blue and red text and loops that seem, like, half built into each other. Yeah. Yeah. This does not look like code that would compile in a normal coding language. Yes. But this in code, when ex... Oh, go ahead. But, yeah, until death. Until death, who can say? This code, when executed, immediately causes the user's computer to explode and places a curse on the user forever along with everyone he knows and everyone he'll ever meet. Not surprisingly, later on you would run this code in a fit of stupidity. You don't know how he does stuff like this. What does this even mean? It's nonsense. Is it even syntactically viable? Are you allowed to color text like that? Ah, maybe you should ask him about it sometime. Ah, speak of the devil. Here he is bugging you about something. Time to put on your game face and pretend you don't think very highly of his abilities. Yeah, so, uh, Twin Armageddon's is... Yeah. Let's, let's answer that troll. Carcat's immediately angry. Alright, Twin Armageddon's began trolling Carcino Geneticist. KK, don't flip your fit about this, but I'm setting you up to play a game with some people. Why would I flip my shit about that? Because you flip your fit about everything. Well, will you look at this? Here's my shit, and yet it remains unflipped. Just sitting there on the skillet, getting burned on one side. 
It's a miracle. Oh no, are you into miracles now too? Because if you are, you're fired preemptively from the game. Fuck no. Okay, nice. Miracles are like poop stains on God's underwear. Yeah, <laughs> making fun of people's religions is the best thing to do. <laughs> uh, that's why he hides them. They're fucking embarrassing. God blonders in mysterious ways. Yeah, <laughs> right on. But let's shut our mouths for a second and talk about this game. It'll only be a second, really. You don't have to do much. Okay, good. Because I'm pretty busy tonight. What is this thing, anyway? Why all this secrecy? Well, the Thort story is that it's an immersive simulation that you play with a group. The long story is that the fate of our civilization will depends on us playing it. God, this is <laughs> hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the long one was shorter than the short one. Fuck! That sounds like melodramatic bullshit coming from you. Color me unsurprised. Screw you, Vantus. This shit's more real than Kraft Grub Sauce. Right, okay. So you made this game? No, no. More like I adapted it. From what? Some crazy technology AA dug out of some ruins. Haven't you talked to her about it? Man, no. I can't talk to her. She's so spooky. I don't know why most of our friends are such psychos. Probably it's because most trolls are. If you heard what I heard every night, I mean, wow, fuck. No, let's not talk about your weird mutant brain. Don't scan mine or whatever. It's off limits, you douche. I told you like a billion times I can't do that, you nub-slurping fuckpod. <laughs> why are you too up to the secret stuff? Why haven't you told anything about me anything about this? KK, I'm sorry, but really, it's kind of a private matter between me and her, and I'd appreciate it if that was respected. Oh, God, stop being so sensitive. It's a repugnant quality. Okay, how about you take your own advice? You are such a blubbering hypocrite. You're lucky I'm so fucking magnanimous and charitable, because otherwise... There's no chance I'd waste my time on you. What a load of shit. This act that you actually think you're a hotshot, you know you hate yourself. Nobody hates himself more than you, idiot. Yeah, well, I hate you more than I hate myself, and that's fucking saying something. In fact, I hate you more than I hate myself, and you hate yourself, and you hate me combined. Oh, fuck that noise in every leaking orifice. It's got you... What? It's... Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Boy, this is hard. <laughs> oh, fuck that noise in every leaking orifice. It's got... You know I hate the combined product of you and myself more than you could ever begin to hate me and myself and you and yourself on your worst day. So fucking deal with it. Okay. Time out for the idiot. The idiot gets a time out and shuts up for a second. That's you. Tell me what to do about the game. Okay, well, I'll send you a download soon. I'm setting up two teams. Like, two separate competing teams, so that there's a better chance of at least one group winning. And also, I guess to see which... To see, excuse me, which one can win faster. Okay, let me guess. There's a red team and a blue team, right? Yeah, you're on the red team. I will be the leader of the blue. Okay, then I guess I can pick my teammates then. Uh, bro, you're not the red team leader. 
I picked GC for that. What? Dude, I did not think you'd be interested in this. Don't act all offended. Oh, wow. Now I see. Really fucking clever. Picking the blind girl to lead the team you're competing with. I knew you were a cheater, low-life fucking scumbag with no scruples of self-esteem and were basically worthless on every level, but somehow I'm still disappointed in you. Yeah, I am such an idiot for not rewarding your bubbly personality and impeccable people skills with a leadership gig. What an inconsiderate knuckle sponge asshole I've been. I'm a hatch leader and you know it. I know your filthy feed flap is fluttering in the profane breeze that's suiting out your thinking meal tunnel. I do know that much. How do you get out of your cocoon in the morning knowing that you're the worst thing in the universe that was ever responsible for? It must be hard with your hands persistently bothering every mutated set of genitals, peppering that ghastly husk you pawn off as a body. Has a female ever looked at you without at once turning skyward and erupting like a vomit volcano? Answer me that. This is so immature. I'm basically just laughing here at how immature you are. Like, I really give a fuck who the red leader is. You want to be the leader? Fine. Talk to GC about it. I guess these conversations we have do kind of get embarrassing in retrospect. Are we not friends anymore because of the stuff I said? Yeah, <laughs> you literally asked me that every time. Are you joking? I can't even tell anymore. It's a joke, born! Honestly, I'm just glad nobody else is privy to our conversations. Actually, why don't we make a pact to delete this one for our logs? I'm just shuddering here, scrolling up and reading this. Yeah, okay. Carcat's a good friend! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're buddies. They're pals. They're such, they're such good friends! Yeah. Oh, next. Also, thank God TA doesn't talk all that much. Yeah. Carcat talks a lot. Carcat talks a lot. Uh, next. Sounds like someone upstairs is, or downstairs, is getting pretty crabby. This is not an encounter you're looking forward to. You'll probably put it off as long as you can imagine. Manage. Manage. Oof. Grumble. Grumble. He's looking through the hole. There's yeah. a grumble coming out of it. There's a big old grumble. Yep. Equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, greater than. Uh, we've cut to somewhere else. We're looking out a window at some blue trees. Yeah. Then there's like some weird stuff on the ceiling and like some weird kind of stuff on the walls. <laughs> very descriptive yeah, of note. I don't know it's what all that very cut. It's all very colorful. Yeah, it's just a lot of colorful shit. Like, it's almost like a see-through, like, sheet on the ceiling, like, draping down, and... I don't know what that is on the walls. It's like, oh, it's seashells! Okay. Yeah, it's like Technicolor seashells. Uh, next. Oh, it's Terezi! Why, who's this young lady? Uh, it's Terezi. It's into in yeah. her name. Your name is Terezi Pyrope. You're pretty enthusiastic about dragons, but you have a particular affection for their colorful scales, which you gather and use to decorate your hive. Oh, I guess they're uh, dragon scales. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, so you were talking earlier how they like all they all have like special names. Like does yeah. what, what what's Gamzee's if that is? Uh, so I've got it pulled up here. Gamzee, uh, his first name is named uh, is just a reference to a forum user on the MSPA forum. So that's boring. Uh, Makara is the Sanskrit name for Capricorn. Okay. And yeah. let's look up Jersey Pyro while we're here. Yeah. Because I don't know that one either. Carcat's the only kind of the only one I know off the top of my head. Uh. Let's see, Pyrope, uh, let's see, Terezi is the Albanian word for Libra, okay, mm -hmm. uh, and Pyrope is a type of red garnet. Yeah, and she had, here's the red glasses. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's reference to her glasses. And also, also, Pyrope's the name of a monster in Undertale. I was about to say that, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, my immediate guess is that's a slick reference, but I don't know. I, I could easily see that, especially because, you know, there's, like, you know, Toby Fox is involved with Homestuck. Right, yeah. And also Undertale got coded partially in Andrew Hussey's basement, so... Yeah. That's still, like, I think the weirdest part of Holmes, uh, of Undertale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Though you live alone, deep in the woods, you surround yourself with a variety of plushy pals known as Scalemates. You often spend your days with them in rounds of live-action role-playing. You used to engage in various forms of more extreme role-playing with some of your other friends before you had an accident. Oh. You take an, yeah. You take an interest in justice, holding particular fascination for orchestrating the demise of the wicked. You've taken up the study of brutal Alternian law and surround yourself with legal books. You've no need for copies printed in troll braille because you can smell and taste words. You hope one day to join the honorable ranks of the Legis Lacerators. Uh, your troll tag is Gallows Calibrator, and you speak with the numerals the Blind Prophets once used. You're presently the leader of the Red Team, poised to begin a mysterious game with five other friends, in direct competition with another six of your friends, comprising the Blue Team. What will you do? So, yeah, first, Blind Prophets... Uh huh. And we have talked that the numbers she uses are four, one, and three. Yup. Yep. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, she had an accident at some point. Yeah, the, or there was an accident. Yeah. Um, of course, she is a blind law student. Is that a thing? Daredevil. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, I guess that's true, isn't it? Okay, yep, yep, yep. That makes sense. I don't know comics very well. Okay, I don't know a lot about Daredevil. I just know that he is a a lawyer. In right? His... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and yeah, she got little plush buddies all over her scale yeah, These are these are like the least creepy plushies we've seen in this comic so far. Yeah, and also you can buy them. Yep. Yeah, I definitely I've seen these. Yeah, let's let's cut to the chase and begin LARPing immediately. It's pretty hard to live action role play when there's no one who's alive nearby, but all of your scale mates are alive to you. You prepare a new campaign for one of your favorite scenarios: court block drama. His honorable tyranny presides. On trial is an especially detestable fellow, Senator Lemon Snout. You have sparred with this scumbag before. Tonight, he faces justice. You'll play the role of the prosecuting attorney. On, a on Alternia, 
There's no such thing as a defense attorney. Or a defense. In a court block, the word defense itself is offensive. <laughs> that, that's quite the law system. Yeah. The, the, the attorney seems kind of very violent and very, kind of, you know... Yeah, doesn't seem like a great place. No. Interrogate, Terezi. Yeah, she's just alone in a spotlight with Senator Lemon Snout standing <laughs> before her. She's, and she's got her cane. She's, yeah, she's got her uh, walking she's, cane. Oh, but she, she's just holding it. It looks like she's going to do some... something. Yeah. Let's go next. Lemon Snout it looks about as nervous as a stuffed animal could be. Yep. <laughs> the power of lighting and shadows. Uh-huh. Uh, next. Most of the interrogation is in the intimidating silence. <laughs> Let, let's slap him around a bit. She slaps him. <laughs> uh, next. You don't want to slap too hard. Enough to sting, but not to bruise. It must be methodical, businesslike, and persistent. You only stop when you smell tears. Jeez. <laughs> Must be hard to smell if you have no nose, also. <laughs> uh, next. Mr. Senator, you smell very nice. Your luscious yellow scales are like the sweetest gumdrops to the prosecution's nose. But your deceit stinks. Did you honestly think you could dip your corpulent snout into the Imperial Beetle Coffers like that and get away with it? Did you think your revolting abuse of the public trust would go unnoticed? Think again, good senator. While the prosecution may be blind, rest assured the League of Legislacerators sees all. So we have two options. We do. We have, uh, the lower one is our normal-looking command, Terezi call a witness. But above that, we have a bunch of question marks and brackets. Yeah. I, I will say she, she has grabbed the, the snout of Lemon Snout. Yeah, and is just snorting his skin. <laughs> his plushy skin. Let's... Yeah. I'm curious. Let's click on those question marks. Let's. Uh, we are on a page that's got Terezi's, uh, symbol... Mm -hmm. Nice and big. And it says enter password. Or go back. And the password hint is written in Terezi's script. And it says if you don't know the password yet, it means you're not supposed to. Dummy, go back. Well, we don't know the password yet. No, we don't. What do you make of this? Uh, that's interesting. That's... Mm -hmm. Hmm. i try something. Okay, what, are, what password are you trying? Um, it's not Little Cal. Okay. It's not 314. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess we don't know the password. I guess not. I guess we should go back. Probably should. I'm guessing you know the password. Uh, I mean, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the internet's right there. <laughs> So will we come back to that? Oh yes, we will. Okay then. Like I, I didn't want it yeah. just to be like a thing where it's like. That's not just a weird Easter egg thing. Okay. Or is it? It may be. 
Uh, Terezi, call a witness. <laughs> She's got another stuffed animal with a dagger stabbed through it. Oh, well played, Lemon Snout. Well played! The prosecution's key witness murdered. How convenient! The court block has little choice but to acknowledge your cunning. You've earned just a teensy sliver of your respect back. For now. But wait! Yeah, so it, it's just been shaked. Yeah, and she has, like, uh, red sheets pooled around it to look like blood. Yep. Uh, next. Let's see what's waiting. Oh my, what have we here? It's a shocking development. It sure is. It's a little bag with the little purple things coming out. Yep. The next. The prosecution begs your pardon, dear senator, but you appear to have dropped something. A personal satchel, perhaps? Chock full of illicit embezzled beetles, with which you have the unmitigated cheek to waltz before his tyranny, concealed beneath your ill-gotten finery? The prosecution requests a short recess from his honorable tyranny, so that all law-abiding and mother-grub-fearing citizens may go outside and puke. I need the beetles. Yeah. Right in front of- right in front in front of his honorable tyranny. Right. Who's a chalk drawing on her wall, I don't think we mentioned. Yeah, and you can see, like, you can see eyes, but they, it, it doesn't all line up. No. Tracy's trying her best. She's trying her best, damn it. Yeah. Let's sentence that criminal. As the prosecutor, it's your job to reach a final verdict and sentence the reprehensible felon. Th well, this, ju this justice system seems fucked. <laughs> like not even well, the, <laughs> yeah. the tyranny isn't gonna even do anything but <laughs> no his tyranny watches in silence and submits grim approval but you take pity on this miserable bureaucrat you're feeling merciful you'll give him a fighting chance you will flip a double-headed troll seeger to decide his fate you do this quite often when making important decisions kind of like batman's nemesis two-face or that guy from No Country for Old Men. It turns out there are lots of badasses out there flipping coins. But those are Earth things, and you've never heard of them. It's safe to say you borrowed this gimmick from one of the many, many troll things out there that's got hard-boiled dudes flipping coins for major stakes. You base the habit on whichever one smells the most badass. Yeah, so it is a, a coin with a little tro troll horns coming out, and on the other yeah. side she has scratched out the eye. Yeah. I'm going to assume it's her. That seems like a safe assumption. Yeah. Like, but then again, who fucking knows? Like, I may, like, in a thousand pages, like, see, like, oh, this character, like, scratched up the... I have this coin, and then, like, a little Terezi found it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, it turned out to be John, because he was, like, he wanted to be, like, Two-Face in that moment. Right. <laughs> let's, let's flip that coin. Yeah, she flings it in the air. It's spinning. Lemon Snout is shivering in fear. The coin tumbles through the air. Lemon Snout is sweating bullets. I really gotta check and make sure the narration says things before I describe what's going on. Yeah. Uh, next. A favorable flip. The senator exhales in relief. Uh, next. But what are you so happy about, Mr. Lemon Snout? 
He looks a bit confused. He quivers his lowly proboscis at the coin. See? The coin has exonerated him! Uh, next. Coin? What coin? Surely you jest, Mr. Senator. The prosecution sees no coin. Oh, tricky and clever. Next. She's blind, remember? <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, next. And she ties a noose around its neck and throws it out the window. <laughs> next. Oh. And now we zoom out of her big old treehouse to find that she... There's a lot of hanged uh, toys outside. <laughs> yeah, she is living in a treehouse, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there seems to be a... Kind of a pulley system with a big bag on one end. Yeah, it looks like it's just a basic, like, lift. Yeah. Um, and it has some brightly colored things. I could guess they'd be more scale mates. That would be my guess, too. Right for the hanging. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I'm sure that there has been, a, like, cosplay of this where someone has cosplayed Terezi and then tied a, a scale mate plush in a noose. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to find that. Maybe later. Uh, adjourn, but I want to find that <laughs> Terezi cosplay of, that was done by an actual sight-impaired person. Okay. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Another triumph for justice. The court block is adjourned. You offer final salutations to his tyranny in the customary manner. Okay, that's not customary at all. You're licking his face. You're just kind of weird. It's just that your red chalk is the most delicious chalk! You cannot get enough of it! Anyone who says there's more delicious chalk out there simply reeks of deceit. <laughs> so immediately now we've staged a conflict between Terezi and WV. Yep. Clearly they will fight to the death someday. Oh, for sure. Oh, I, I, have, I have found her and she is indeed has a uh, Mr. Lemonstown in a noose. Awesome. Yep, that's pretty great. Um... Yeah, so, yes, the, the red chalk versus the green chalk. Truly, this will be the war to end all wars. Yep. Uh, That's the main reason people don't like Act 5, because they got used to liking green chalk. Yeah. You sure had to go into a lot of trouble to do that. She's standing on a very tall stack of law books. <laughs> and the, the jawing is back to normal, I'll state for the record. Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we can see that the stabbed... Witness the, the uh, bag of beetles. Yep. There's a lot going on. Yeah, Terezi works real hard to spend the time. Yep. She maybe needs a better hobby. Maybe. Let's go get uh, her cane. You take your walking cane, which you use as a weapon, kind of like Earth Daredevil. No. Who you've never <laughs> heard of. <laughs> You'll use it to, whop, uh, to wall up enemies when you enter the medium. Which... You don't know about right yet. But it's like the Earth Daredevil. Uh, next. Like this. Yeah, we get a flash forward to her kicking the shit out of some imps with uh, her walking cane, which breaks apart into batons, much like Daredevil. Yep. And the one on the, the, the red part has, like, spikes on it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff going on. Begin recruiting a team of trolls with attitude. 
That is not what that says, Ashley. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great if it did? Yeah, it'd be pretty great. Begin recruiting red team members. Your nose begins scouring your trump roll through the saliva smears on your monitor for potential teammates so you can start playing. Hmm. No, not her. Nope, not her either. Definitely not that guy. Oh, okay, how about this girl? You like to roleplay sometimes with her via chat. You pretend you're a member of the mysterious and noble Dragonid race. Well, she does her own goofy thing. You don't have it in your heart to tell her that your chat RP is meant facetiously. I mean facetiously. That's <laughs> not a joke that works in audio. Yep. The first facetiously was done all like Hunter Resi's Bell stuff. Yep. And the second one was normal. Yep. Uh, let's troll AC. Okay. Oh, you probably recognize that symbol. Uh, yes. Yeah. Gallows Calibrator began trolling Arsenic Catnip. Um, do you want to take Terezi or do you want to take, uh, uh, Nepeta? Uh, I'll take Terezi for right now. Okay, go for it. GC lands on your whipping stoop and wraps on your cave with her noble and elegant talons, and once with her mighty snout for good measure. AC saunters from her dark cave, a little bit sleepy from the recent kill. AC uses one of her mouths to lick the fresh blood off her paws, and the other one to blow you a kiss. <gasps> GC, with mighty whisk of her mighty tail, plucks the kiss out of the air mightily. GC pockets the kiss in her enchanted rune sack for later to do something magical like make goblin wishes come true. Yes! AC finds that to be a most admirable use of a kiss. She thinks that goblin wishes need to come true too, just like any other kind of person's wishes. AC begs your pardon while she rips apart this tasty beast to prepare a meal for her cubs. GC eyes the beast hungrily and mightily. Uh-oh! GC eyes the cub hungrily and mightily. Especially mightily. Don't you dare! I, I mean, AC shouts, don't you dare! Ind indignantly! But it's too late! GC scoops up four plump cubs with a glistening majestic tail and flies off magically. The innocent cub is crying and crying and crying. AC says no and looks a bit crestfallen. AC gets a clever idea to slake the majestic dragon's mighty hunger. She prepares the lion's share of the slain armored collar bear for you. Uh, GC's magnificent curiosity has been piqued. Is it for boar collar bear? Oops, she asked that. AC pauses for a moment and nods knowingly with a couple of smug grins on her face. She confirms it is indeed the bulliest of bears. GC instantly loses it interest in the puny cub and drops it to the ground far below. Uh, but as it happens, the really cute cub lands in a bush, safe and sound. Woo! T.C. the lowering and splits in with girth settles over the succulent carobell steak. When she finishes the savory red meat, she lifts her proud, wise head and opens her great big mouth and speaks the ancient tongue of 4,000 William Wisdoms. I said Williams. 4,000 4, Williams. 4,000 Williams. She says, Hey, do you want to play a game with me? AC crinkles up her nose and prepares for a really unprecedented marathon of baffling feline obstinacy. 
Her dragon deity suitor will make neither rhyme nor reason of her perplexing behavior for even an instant. No, no, that was that was a real question. You want to play a game? Oh, <laughs> okay. If you mean a computer game, then yes, that sounds like fun. It could be on my team. Team? Who else is playing? I haven't decided yet. Four whole bunch of us in two teams. A whole bunch of us in two teams. Oh, well, it does sound like it'll be a lot of fun, but I think I should get permission first. Blag, that's so stupid. He's not the boss of you. I know, but still, I'm kind of scared of him, and I think perhaps it's best to just run it by him first, so there isn't a kerfuffle about it or anything. This is stupid, in such a four terrible myriad of, in a tip, I always, it, <laughs> I it, it really it. fucks it up when it's like, she's saying that something is a lot, like a number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is stupid in such a terrible myriad of dumb ways, you shouldn't be afraid of anyone. You can kill big animals with your bare hands. In any case, he lives nowhere near, so this whole thing is extra stupid. I know, but I don't think it'll be a big deal. I'll just mention it casually, and it'll be fine, I'm sure, and then we can play in just a little bit. Uh, XO, fine. In the meantime, I will go around with some more people to play. Okay. Yeah, so every line of AC begins with with, with Nepetus. Yes. Uh, line starts with a uh, little kitty smile. But it's like a, a kitty smile with two mouths. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, everything, it, as you can kind of hear, is whenever she does like, you know, a word like purpose, it's P-U-R-R. Right. And she also, anytime there's two E's in a word, she replaces them with the two threes of her double mouth cat emoticon. Yep. Um, let's have Terezi trolls TC. Oh, this is the conversation we read before. Okay. You never, yeah, you never seem to have the rest of this conversation we already read. No luck getting this guy to play with you right now either. You guess that leaves... Next. Oh no, not Carcat. You were only gonna ask him as a last resort. You wonder what he wants. He'll try to avoid mentioning the game. Hopefully he hasn't caught wind of it yet. Let's deal with Carcat. Carcinogenetics began trolling Gallo's Calibrator. Hey, guess what? Big news. Like, holy shit, stop the presses. This is a humongous deal sort of news. What is it? You're not the red team leader. That's me. I'm the leader. It's been decided on an official basis. Okay, so I guess I'm supposed to make a big stink about this and say... Why, why, I want to be the leader. <laughs> what? No. I mean, you can, but it won't do any good because I'm the leader and that's all there is to evacuate through your protein shoot on the matter. Well, it may surprise you to know that I don't actually give a crap who gives the gets to be leader because unlike you, I actually have a fucking smidgen of maturity and self-respect. That's a lie. You're more of a melodrama spaz queen than me and you know it. And this stuff, like you're saying, is a pretend stunt. You're like a rocket-propelled spaz maggot spring-loaded up the ass of a psychedelic fucking freak-out weasel on idiot drugs. So let's not try to play make-believe games here. Leader, me. Ugh. Carcat, I don't care. You can be your st the stupid leader. I just want to play the game. Okay, great. If it's any consolation, I have selected you to be my second-in-command. Really? Swoon. Heart, heart, heart. Fuck!
Fuck you. Offer rescinded. Okay, but seriously, I would have suggested you be the leader, but honestly, it comes with some serious responsibilities. I weren't sure if you were up to it. How could you think that? I'm an incredible leader with all kinds of prioritization and command skills. I'm going to rock the cock off this weather vane, and the blue team will wish they never slithered out of their mother grub's heinous, undulating asshole. So just give me the full briefing. What do you know? Okay, the things you need to know is the leader starts out by running the kind application, while I, the lowly second officer, connects to you with the server, while I remain genuinely in awe of your manly grandeur. And I sit at my computer doing menial chores and with support of your heroic explicades, which honestly I don't think you're ready for, but whatever. See? This is what I'm talking about. This is what I was made for. Being in charge of adventure, running around and stuff, and fucking shit up like a goddamn hero with a ripper wasp in his jock. Let's get cracking here. Launch your server or whatever. I'll install the hero program. The client? Yeah. Okay, if you insist. Far be it from me to stop you from being so dashing and courageous. And to be perfectly honest, a little bit handsome. Yes, exactly. Now you're making sense. This is the kind of thing that sane people say. Keep at it. There's hope for you yet. Oh, I'll try. Anything to get you to stop being a baby. What's a baby? Oh, it's like a mythical little pink monkey. Sometimes my, uh, Lusus? Uh, Lucis, I think. Lucis. My Lucis dreams about. I thought you didn't have one. I don't. Yet. I'm not allowed to. Why not? Why have you never mentioned this, anyway? Honestly, Terezi, it sounds like more frothing loony block nonsense. If I ever did have one, it would mean the world was coming to an end. Oh, thank God you said something normal. I was starting to worry there. Woo! Back in sane land. It's true. I don't completely understand, but that's what it, it told me. We need to get you out of that fucking tree and into a proper goddamn lawn ring. You've been stunted living up there by the whispers of fucking bark gnomes or something. I think one of my neighbors was just cold recently. Maybe you could live there. No way, screw lawn rings. More like yawn rings. I love my tree. But you're welcome to visit sometime. It's especially night in the third autumn. Okay, well, speaking of that, I should go downstairs and deal with this grumpy customer. It's gonna fondle major seed flat, but hopefully it'll be quick. You can establish your connection and do your trivial sidekick stuff, I guess, in the meantime. Okay. I like the really trivial, like, oh, hey, one of my neighbors was killed the other day. Maybe you can move into his house. <laughs> yeah. Alternative is not a good place. No, it's not. Yeah, called especially is an interesting word. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, like, she seems to also have some maybe future stuff. Yeah, she's talking about her... Lucis, which we don't know what that is, having yeah. visions of human babies. Yep. And we have seen human babies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and if she would ever get one, it'd be the end of the world, which we, the, we the reader, know is maybe coming soon. Yep, could be. Let's, let's go a little later, though. After the Night of Blood's heroic arrival to the land of Pulse and Haze... So we've really skipped... <laughs> yeah, uh, his house has been thoroughly graffitied up by, uh, well, we know who. <laughs> yeah. It was Terezi. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and he, uh, yeah, we can see the alchemeter. Yeah. And his sprite. Yeah, we can't really get a good look at it. I guess we saw it before at the Midnight Crew stuff, though. Yeah. It's like that crab monster thing. Uh, after the, yeah. Okay, you read that. <laughs> uh, next. You quickly crafted a new weapon. Home, smell you later. Plus some other cool stuff. Uh, so he has put together the the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Or the, 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 the Bel Air DVD, because that's yeah. the same. And his scythe. Mm-hmm. Let's deal with Terezi. Christina Geneticist began trolling Gallo's Calibrator. You can see me, right? Tell me what's wrong with this picture. No, I can't see you, dumbass. Ah, oh, yeah. Anyway, press your nose against your slobbery screen and tell me what's wrong with this picture. Smells pretty terrible. That's because you just took a hard drag off my load gaper, which for some reason I've discovered outside on this little island. You mean the toilet? Well, ooh la la. Excuse my disdain for your blue-blooded vernacular. What color's your blood? Whoa, none of your business. Seriously, was that a serious question? Unbelievable. I will find out someday. What is with your obsession with colors? It's bad enough you waste all my hard-earned grist rambling my hive around like that. Not even in the direction of the fucking gate. But then you go and spend it on an ugly paint job. I killed a lot of imps for that grist. Carcat, please, don't pretend you don't enjoy going around killing things. That you would enjoy killing a whole lot more. Ranch around with that little sickle being all adorable. Yeah, right. More like Adora Bloodthirsty. I'm prancing around being that, okay? Hmm. Anyway, this is awful. This is no way for a leader to be treated. Sorry, this is what you wanted. The leader is the first one in. This is what the leader is supposed to do. No, this is not anything except for what bullshit is. A leader shouldn't be at the mercy of the hive renovation whimsy of a psychotic blind girl. When do I get the chance to fuck up someone's hive? I should be the next one to connect to a client. No, you can't. You have to be the last one connect to complete the chain. More lies. Think of it this way. I'm your server player, so priority has to be to get on me getting in the game before I get killed by meteors. Which case, you'd be screwed in there. Then the next guy comes in, and then next, and then you bring the last one in. Whoa, wait, what? Meteors? What the fuck are you talking about? What does oh. this have to do with meteors? Oh boy, you have to get with the program, Carcat. Have you talked to AA? 4-4, four, four, what? Apocalypse Arisen, sorry. No, of course not. Or TA, or AG, I guess. Or CA. Really, there's like this whole conspiracy about this, as I'm finding out. Well, why don't you just tell me so I don't have to talk to any of those double-talking assholes? I can't. I gotta step out of the tree for a minute. When I come back, I'll enter the game. See ya! So yeah, we have just jumped into... <laughs> yeah. Also, we're continuing the, the pattern of girls stealing toilets from boys. Yep. That's a good payoff to the can you see what's wrong with this picture joke. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, she like, went, like with Rose, that seemed like an accident. Terezi yeah. has put his toilet out on an island and made him a little path to it. <laughs> that is definitely, it is passive aggressive. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and so, yeah, it, it definitely helps that we are, I, although, you know, I do see the next, what the next thing is, but we, are, we have, I, I do like that we can just skip 
and know like what's happening. Right, because we know the basic. Yeah, we know the basic arc of how their story must go because we know how the kids went. Yeah. So we don't gotta and, be so cagey about details. Yes, but let, let, let's go a little while ago. All right, we're at oh oh where are we at Ashley? We're at what appears to be the Frog Temple, but not the Frog Temple we know. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the Frog Temple that looks on Alternia. Yep, and also it's got like six pillars around it instead of four. Yep. Yep. It looks like it's underground. Yep. Next. Oh. And we're seeing, yeah, we're seeing our new a new troll, an Ares troll. She's got creepy white eyes, and she's like floating around. She's got a ragged skirt. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think I have those socks. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're good socks. They're good socks. Uh, next. Yeah, she's using some kind of like psychic power to just rip the head off of the frog on the temple. Yeah, so frogs are constants. Yep. Or at least the frog temple is. Yeah. That, that's a clean cut. That is not, you know, there's that's like a very a bit clean of, cut. But yeah, like the there's a bit of debris falling off, but like on the temple itself, it was yeah, glass. Yeah. Uh, next. And she just hooks the thing into the mud nearby. You're not sure why you did that, really. That'll probably turn out to be a reason. There's a reason for everything. Understanding this lets you be reckless, whoever you are. A, a little later. Yeah, if if everything's predetermined, Ashley, why fucking bother having a reason to do anything? True. Somewhere else entirely. We're seeing the bottle of Fago that got chucked into the ocean. And, and we see two little shoes. Yeah. Uh, next. Oh, a uh, hand with, like, three different rings, including one with the Aquarius symbol, reaches down to it. Mm-hmm. Rubbish from the land dwellers. Makes you sick, whoever you are. So we did talk about the sea dwellers before. Yep. And I've heard, because I'm Aquarius... Uh-huh. The Aquarius is the worst. Yeah, there is um kind of just a fun thing people tend to do where they have their, like, patron troll, where it's like, oh, that's the troll that's my zodiac sign, so, you know, I'm a little attached to that one. I don't think you're going to be able to participate in that particular game. Yeah, what's what's yours? Uh, mine is Scorpio, so we have not seen mine yet. Okay. But yeah, I, I've heard, I've not heard any details, but I've just, everyone told me, the, the gave me the Zuko, that's rough, buddy. Yeah, you kind of... You kind of drew the worst one you could. <laughs> <laughs> Great. There are a few you... where I'd be like, oh, well, that's not as fun as, like, Carcat or Terezi, but no, you got the real bottom of the barrel on this one. <laughs> oh. And later still... We return to the land of Pulse and Haze, so that we can rewind a bit. Before all that paint got slopped on your hive, and before that mysterious hole was made. Man, how'd that hole get made? It was when Carcat ran TA's Curse Till Death program and his computer blew up. That's what happened. We'll see this happen later. It'll be startling and unexpected. <laughs> Let's deal with that crabby customer. You go downstairs and confront your custodian, which is another term for a frightening beast known as a Lucis Nature. Your Lucis has looked after you since you were very young in lieu of any biological parents whom you've never known. No young troll ever knows his or her blood parents. 
Nor could such a lineage ever be accurately traced. Adult trolls supply their genetic material to the filial pails carried by Imperial drones and offer to the monstrous Mother Grub deep underground in the brooding caverns. She then combines all the genetic material into one diabolical incestuous slurry and lays hundreds of thousands of eggs at once. The eggs hatch into young larval trolls which wriggle about to locate a cozy stalactite from which to spin their cocoons. After they pupate, the young troll with his or her newfound limbs undergoes a series of dangerous trials. If they survive, they're chosen by a member of the diverse and terrifying subterranean monster population native to Alternia. This creature becomes the troll's Lucis, and together they surface and choose a location to build a hive. The building process is facilitated by carpenter droids left on the planet to cater to the young, but only for building. They're on their own otherwise. The vast majority of adult trolls are off-planet, serving some role in the forces of ongoing Imperial conquest, besieging other star systems in the name of Alternian glory. The culture and civilization on the homeworld is maintained almost entirely by the young. Trolls sure are weird. Yep, they are. That <laughs> sounds all weird. Yeah. So, yeah, we they do not... Yeah, the, the, the Lucis, as we heard earlier, is a, a giant kind of alien monster... Yeah, with crab claws. With crab claw, cr crab claws. Yeah. Um, they have like they go through like a Hunger Games type thing where they see you know who's going to be the person in charge, like you know, like who gets to live basically. Yeah, I imagine it's just battle royale. Uh, yeah, and, I guess uh, that may be better. Yeah, and just yeah, if you survive, then a horrible monster adopts you as its child. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they're, they're, they put their genetic material in buckets. Yeah, they all just apparently jack off into buckets, which are all dumped into the uh, to the, like their queen's um, place, and she just pops out some eggs. Yeah, that's ugh. that may describe that may explain why some of the trolls are crazy. Yeah, they definitely it's it's a different culture, Ashley. Uh, uh, yeah, sure, sure. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, let's, let's go next with sound. Question mark, question mark, question mark. You leap into the domestic fray in an attempt to mollify your nannying aggressor. After a lot of kicking and fussing and gnashing of teeth and carapace, you just pull out a few chilled row cubes from the fridge to settle the beast down. Trolls and their custodians have a peculiar arrangement of codependence. The Lucis behaves as a lifelong bodyguard, caretaker, and visceral sort of mentor, while the young troll must learn to function as a sort of zookeeper? We decide to agree this conflict isn't a big enough deal to warrant a detailed examination of the action, or an embedded musical accompaniment. We also agree that while that would have been pretty sweet, we're also in kind of a hurry here. But if it were to be accompanied by something audible, it probably sounds something like this. We decide to listen to that track. Close our eyes and imagine what might have been.
wow, that sure was awesome. Anyway, moving on. Really so much more than that So give Homestuck a chance 